The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. McCourt for the win. In the air. It is up. And it is good. Yes! Upset in Champaign. The Illini win it. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to kickoff is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, the flagship home for fighting Illini football. Picked off by Dale Harding. He's running Go. the other way. 25, 20, 10, there it 5, is. 6, touchdown! Today, the Illini close the regular season at home with a chance to grab the Land of Lincoln trophy from their in-state rival, the Northwestern Wildcats. Lob, touchdown! He's got it! Daniel Parker! With five seconds left! <laughs> now, from Grange Grove, outside historic Memorial Stadium, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Well, people with more intestinal fortitude would be in Grange Grove on a day like this, but we've actually moved it upstairs to the press box of Memorial Stadium. It's rivalry week. It's senior day, and the Illini looking to clinch a winning season. Good morning. Welcome into the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I am Scott Beatty, and because it's a cold and rainy and dreary morning here in Champaign, we are live from atop Memorial Stadium, Illinois 6-5, and five, coming off last week's loss to Iowa 19-10, which snapped the four-game winning streak. But the Illini still in position to secure their first winning season since 2011. And the Northwestern Wildcats, well, their season has gone like this weather today. Dreadful. They're just 2-9, and nine, winless in eight Big Ten games. Their most recent a loss to Minnesota, 38-22. But as has become a tradition, the two teams are finishing the regular season against each other. And the Illini are looking to do something they haven't done since 2014, and that's beat the Purple. Well, it's 38 degrees. It's raining winds out of the east. Well, let's get going here as we start with the opening drive brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Michael Martin is here. He'll... He draws the short straw to go down on the sideline. It looks like today is the Illinois versus Purdue game part two in terms of these conditions. Yeah, most definitely, and I'm uh, I'm looking forward to getting all wet and <laughs> wet and bothered downstairs. Uh, how much uh, I, I would th- does this give the Illini an, uh, an advantage again? It did against Purdue, if uh, with the way they went to a run game only basically. Uh, well, the way I see it is that it kind of takes the quarterbacks. Uh, out of the equation for both teams. Um, Northwestern's on their fourth-string quarterback. Uh, Illinois, uh, assuming Brandon Peters isn't going to be able, able to go after uh, the hard hit he took against Iowa, uh, they're going to be rolling with Matt Robinson. Um, kind of takes them out, uh, assuming the uh, the weather gets bad. Uh, so it's going to be run game versus run game. And um, both teams have done fairly well against the run, so we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, I'm personally looking forward to another uh, seven or less passing game <laughs> passes game uh, that's some old school football that you love to see it could be low scoring but the one thing for Northwestern is they don't score a lot anyway they have really struggled on offense their defense though is is an upper half big 10 defense right now most definitely their uh, their defense is the their only redeeming factor right now um, on their offensive side of the ball I mean they 
in the past they've had one or two playmakers that have been able to uh, make their offense work, but they don't have that this year. So, um, well, they'll they'll definitely be relying on their defense today uh, to try to stay in. Uh, the game. All right, Michael, we'll talk to you again in a few moments. We're underway. Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois retirement specialist. We'll hear from the coaches in a moment from our coaches' corner and more to come here from Memorial Stadium. This is Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. At Memorial Stadium, Illinois and Northwestern this morning. Let's hear what the coaches are saying on both sides. So the coaches' corner brought to you by Clark Lindsey, Kramer Siding and Window and Hickory Point Bank. Senior day today and rivalry week. Is Northwestern Illinois' top rival? Opinions mixed across the fan base, but Wildcats head coach Pat Fitzgerald definitely sees the Illini as their chief rival. You know, number one, it's our only trophy game, right? We play for the land of Lincoln. Um, it's, a, it's a rivalry that I think has been built on respect, um, you know, especially for our guys. You know, within uh, the state of Illinois, uh, there's no question that uh, we know guys that are on that team. I, obviously, my relationship with Coach Smith, I've got a ton of respect for him and known him forever. And even prior to that, uh, with the previous head coaches that have been there, I've, I know most of them really, really well. And so um, this is a game that, again, I think you go back to when we were struggling uh, way back in the past. This was a throw the records out game when maybe they've had some lean years. Uh, it's been the same way on their end. So, um, you know, a, a great rivalry that's built on respect. Lovey Smith was encouraged with how the Illini finished last year's game despite the eight-point loss to Northwestern. But as for the rivalry and all that, taking a little bit more of a muted approach. That was a time, the last quarter of that game, I saw a football team take a step. Northwestern, of course, it's a disappointment, I'm sure, up north. But uh, whenever you play a game, you're just trying to win a game. It comes down to one game. You have one game to play your best ball and, and leave. And in this case, for them to finish their season on a high note, I think it's as simple as that. But I don't know what their motivation is. I just know what ours is. Ours is... Uh, having an opportunity to win seven games is big. To beat our rival for the first time in three years, of course, is big. And just get back on, get another streak going as much as anything. There's a lot for us to be to play for, and I don't think it's any more than that. Nonetheless, there is motivation and nostalgia for Senior Day. It's just a special time for um, – we have about 17 seniors uh, that meant so much to our program. And, you know, your last time to play at your home stadium is just a, it's a different feeling. Uh, a lot of things kind of flash by your mind that you've gone through to get to this point. And that's definitely the case with our guys. We want to send them out regular season-wise on a high note. And it's our rival, too. A little bit more incentive to uh, play your best football. We haven't beaten them, you know, since I've been here. Northwestern's record this year might reflect more on their lack of offense than their defense. Here's Illini offensive coordinator Rod Smith. I mean, they're giving up some points, but not a lot. I mean, they're keeping their team, their football team, in games. Uh, I think offense is where they've struggled a little bit, so um, it's going to be a tremendous matchup again because we're going up against a good defensive front, some seasoned linebackers, got some secondary guys back that are older. It's a, it's a good defensive unit. And in thinking about the seniors who are playing for the final time at Memorial Stadium today, Rod Smith with a lump in his throat. You know, I just think the bond with those guys, 
you know, I've I got a special place in my heart for him because I know the tribulations that they went through their whole career. Guys like Drake Brown, you know, Reggie Corbin, those guys, some of the stuff that they went through, it's tough. And uh, I met with the offensive staff, and I told our guys, I didn't think we played worth a darn Saturday because I don't think we played the, the execution and the effort that we need to. Um, but I vowed to them that we're going to play better this week. I'm going to coach better this week. Our coaching staff will pour everything we have. And for any reason at all, for these seniors, because they deserve everybody's, everybody's last bit, uh, bit of effort. And Northwestern has won the last four matchups, the 59th time these teams are meeting to finish a regular season. All right, in a moment, the first word, Brian Barnhart will be here, Lauren Tate and Bob Osmussen, and we'll hear a little bit from the seniors coming up as well. This is Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. We're at Memorial Stadium. It's Illinois at Northwestern. The gates are open, but with a lot of rain and cold right now, not a lot of folks in here. And uh, that's unfortunate. This is a game that has a lot for it for the Illini. They can clinch a winning season, but this weather may be pushing some folks away. Brian Barnhart is here for the first word, the voice of the Illini. So is Lauren Tate and Bob Osmussen, both from the News Gazette. Lauren and Bob, we just got word. Our sideline reporter, Michael Martin, has gone down. He can't do the game. One of you has to go down and be out there. <laughs> That'd be Lauren. <laughs> That'd be Lauren. That's Can I good. use my uh, umbrella? I, I melt in the wet. They're not, allowed. Right. They're not allowed in Memorial Because you're so sweet, Bob, right? <laughs> no. No, I don't think that's it. Okay. <laughs> I melt. Uh, does this weather favor the Illini? Ooh. Favors well, yeah, nobody. I, I don't, well, no, I, I, don't th I don't think it really favors anybody. But the, the thing that favors Northwestern in the game is the fact that uh, Peters is not going to be the quarterback and Josh Amatabebe is not going to be a, a receiver and Jake Hansen won't be at linebacker. When you, when you lose the stars of the early season and these were the stars for Illinois in the big games that they won along with Tony Adams none of those guys are going to be playing it doesn't sound like so but Northwestern it was missing a bunch of guys that's too. true so that's true. by the 12th game everybody's pretty banged up right mm -hmm. so Illinois to me this is a great test for how tough they are how resilient they are they can come out hurt and play overcome those Busy players, that's a big deal. Well, how, how the backup players play, that's, right. that's what's going to be. Boys. But they've known all, probably all week that those guys weren't going to play. I so I think Matt Robinson will be ready. I think his earlier game experience will help. I think the backup receiver, so Dinah Navarro is going to have to have a big game. I think all those guys, backup receivers are going to have to be really critical oh. today. Well, I'm no Rod Smith, but if I'm the offensive coordinator, I'm giving it to 25. A lot. a lot today. A lot. Yeah. Dre Brown. Right. Yeah. And two. Just let him go. And, and two. two, but and I'm two. just saying uh, Dre ran for, what, 130 in the rain at Purdue. He likes the rain. I yeah. think he's he's one of those guys. He's really solid and tough, and he, he'll have no trouble in this game. He'll probably love it, actually. A mutter, they would call he's it. He's a mutter. Except there's no mud here on the, uh, on the <laughs> yeah, artificial thank goodness. Turf. And the question, too, is is this Dre Brown's last game here at Memorial yes, Stadium? Yes, it is. You, you think? I, I believe it is, yes. I, I believe for his, for his sake. His, his family's sake, his wife's sake. I think he's got to move on. I won't be I won't be stunned if he comes back, but it'd be less less 
I, I think he's going to go. He hasn't shut the door on it. No, of course. And he's, he shouldn't because he doesn't know what's going to happen. But if he gets out there and finds out the NFL is interested in him, and they should be. I'd be interested in him because he's a returning guy. He's got a good running back, good hands. I'd be interested in him. So I think he's a guy that is going to have a chance to play at the next level. He has to do it now. Age is working against him. Well, we can dream, too, about maybe a warmer climate for Illinois in game number 13 if they win today. But it, it, we don't know where they might end up. There's talk of New York, San Francisco. I believe New York, New York is probably right, and that's not a horrible weather-wise. Mm-hmm. I looked it up. At that time of year, December 27th, it's usually like around 40. So mm-hmm. uh, it'd be fine. Let me ask you guys, does Nebraska losing, does that help oh, absolutely. Illinois' bowl? 100%. Absolutely, okay. because Nebraska beat Illinois. They would have been ahead of Illinois in the picking order. Plus, they have a big name as well. So right. I think that would help. You know, so it definitely helped Illinois yesterday have Nebraska lose. Lauren, you got a favorite destination? Well, I think, that, I think like Bob, I think they'll probably wind up at Yankee Stadium in the pinstripe bowl. But that, again, that remains to be seen. I, I don't follow it like Bob does, but... I, you know, I'm just willing to wait until the, all the games are played and we see what the pecking order is. But the thing I mean, about the pecking order changes if Illinois loses. Well, that's today. right. That's right. Well, probably not much. Well, the big thing for Illinois, to me, the most important thing, more important than anything else, if they don't win today. They have to win that seventh game. They have to have a winning season. So you root for uh, opponent like Wake Forest. That's beatable, and they're definitely beatable. So I think that'd be good. that's the best situation for Illinois in terms of winning the game or not. All right, well, we'll see how this all plays out. Could be a low-scoring affair today with the weather and the wind, and they're even watching apparently a line of thunderstorms to Ooh, make sure that doesn't, that. that doesn't interrupt this game. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, it, it, it's coming up from the south, and then <laughs> we're going to get a piece of it. We just hope we don't get any lightning. Yeah. I could I could fix this. They could have played Thursday, and it would have been all all the trouble would have gone. <laughs> As I've said many times, play on Thanksgiving Day yeah. in this series every year. It would be awesome. I think so. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Appreciate guys. it. That's okay. our first word brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Brian will be on the call. Coming up, our keys to the game with Martin O'Donnell and Michael Martin. Also, we'll get this day in Illini football history and hear from the seniors. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. We're at Memorial Stadium for Illinois and Northwestern, the season finale, regular season finale. Illinois, though, will have one more game. They're going bowling. Destination to be determined. In part, today's outcome will help that. I'm Scott Beatty here as we carry on on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. We look to our keys to the game segment brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team of them takes you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Michael Martin is back and Martin O'Donnell will be up here in the booth doing the color analysis as well. Good to see you both. I hope you had a good holiday. Everything was great. Hope the same for you. Yeah, it was a great. Good trip. All right. Um, another wet, slick day. We saw this in Purdue. It was on a grass field. Does this slow everything down for the Illini? Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll see what happens with the rain. It's kind of easing off right now. But certainly cold, uh, damp conditions, uh, I think, you know, generally that's going to keep it uh, keep the ball on the ground for both teams. But, you know, still there will be plays to be made uh, in the passing game. But, you know, at, at, a, at its basest line it's really a matter of taking care of the football on a day like today Uh, both teams certainly are going to put a priority on it specialists how does it affect them today 
Uh, ball's going to be heavy. It's going to be wet. Uh, Blake Hayes is definitely going to be an X factor today. If he can have a game similar to how he had against Purdue, uh, he definitely puts Illinois in a much better position. Uh, hopefully, we don't have to uh, kick the field kick field goals all that much. Uh, I trust James, but uh, it's never good for an operation to deal with a uh, a wet football. Um, kickoffs probably won't make it to the end zone, but we'll see. James does have a big leg. So we'll have to see. They they don't have uh, that great of uh, specialists on their on their uh, side. Uh, both their pun- they have two punters that they rotate through, and they're both averaging less than 40 yards a kick, which is a uh, punt, which is uh, kind of the goal uh, the um, the metric that you look at when uh, evaluating punters. Martin, it doesn't look like in reading up that. Northwestern's done anything different offensively this year. They've been kind of the same, but they're really struggling this year. Has it just been the change in personnel and all that? Yeah, I think it's definitely a change in personnel. Obviously, Clayton Thorson was a tremendous quarterback for them, you know, three, four-year starter. So replacing him has certainly been an issue. But I think also the Northwestern running game, you know, you think of, you know, Justin Jackson. They've had a lot of guys over the years uh, that have really been able to contribute in that part of the game. And and they really haven't had that this year. They've rotated several guys back there. But, uh, you know, this is still, you know, a team that won the division last year. I mean, they're used to winning. It's down year for them, and you know, certainly they're coming out looking to spoil uh, Illinois Senior Day. They kind of do that typical spread offense that you see most of college football. Around yeah, it's around. a it's a run first spread. I think we're going to see even more running, especially from the quarterback position in Marty uh, with him being back there. So uh, I think there's going to be a lot of rushing attempts today. All right, let's boil it down with our quick bullet point keys to the game. Michael Martin. Uh, Martin what, Martin referenced it earlier, but it's taking care of the football. Uh, if you look at last week's game against Iowa, Illinois gave it up three times and only got one takeaway. Uh, that's the first time they had lost the turnover battle uh, since the Eastern Michigan game. I, I think it's going to be explosive plays on offense. The team that has more explosive plays is going to win. Uh, difficult day to sustain drives, and so you know those big chunk plays I think will be the difference. And there's been a calling card at times for Illini's offense here under Rod Smith. All right, guys, enjoy the game. Have a great broadcast. Do appreciate it. As we get set for the final game here at Memorial Stadium, especially for several Illini on senior day, and most were incoming freshmen when Lovey Smith was hired back in the spring of 2016, and they've forged through several losing campaigns. They're finally seeing the fruits of their labor on the field. Let's hear from a few of them now. We start with Illini defensive lineman Jamal Milan. To me personally, it's very emotional. Um, I really love this university. I love the people that I've grown to be with um, throughout all my years. Uh, I met a lot of amazing guys and things like that, coaches. And I mean, it's going to be super emotional for me to walk on the field for the last time or or walking off the field, but but I can definitely leave here with my head held high knowing that I gave him all to this program. Milan is having his best season with 31 tackles, 8.5 for loss. Tight end Justice Williams is finishing his career on his third position after also playing linebacker and wide receiver. Today will be his 47th game as an Illini, and he talks about what he's learned in his time. Definitely perseverance, you know, sticking through the bad times. Because obviously uh, everyone thinks just you're going to get something, everything's going to be, oh, the sunshine's and rainbows. It's going to be a straight path, straight line. But clearly we've made a right, we've made a right, left turns, had to go back a couple steps. So just uh, keep putting your head down, just keep going through because, you know, um, there's always going to be the light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. 
Linebacker Dele Harding is having a tremendous season. He's scored twice on defense, and he leads the Big Ten in tackles with 132. That's 10 times more tackles than he had as a freshman. I wouldn't go back and change anything. Um, of course, you, you do want the winning seasons and whatnot as far as uh, you know previous years, but this kind of have molded the team. Um, it's history, and you know, tracking back to my freshman year, how... Uh, how things have went with, uh, you know, even guys leaving some coaches uh, and as well as the uh, losing seasons as well for, uh, you know, the last three years I was here. It kind of molded the guys, um, you know, it's kind of made them more tougher um, in a sense of, uh, you know, just going out there and playing, man, just just playing for your brothers and whatnot, man. Just, and in the end, we'll deal with whatever was, you know, whatever chips we're handed with and uh, we'll live with the results, man. And it's definitely been paying off and, uh Man, I just love my team, man. It's over. Uh... And running back Reggie Corbin, who's been part of the heart and soul of this Illini team through the ups and downs. When you go through things like that, it just brings um, the perfect group around you, you know. And I wouldn't rather do it with any other guys. You know, these are the guys that we have here who stayed, stuck through things. Um, these were like the right guys for the job. You know, I'm just, um, they were perfect for it, and these are my brothers. What about Dre Brown? The fifth-year player could be eligible for a sixth season if he chooses to apply for a medical waiver after the season. He's going through the senior day festivities today, but Brown says he will consider his options after the season. There's more here from Memorial Stadium in a moment as we prepare for the regular season finale between the Illini and Northwestern. It's Fighting Illini Game Day in the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Welcome back on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty. Before the Illini finish out the regular season with Northwestern, we look back on this day in Illini history. Brought to you by Clark Lindsay, Kramer Siding and Window in Hickory Point Bank. Some moments here from November 30th. The Illini lost to Northwestern in 2013, but it was still a banner day for Steve Hull, who had 13 catches, tied for second most ever by an Illini in one game, and the most at Memorial Stadium. He hauled in 155 yards and a touchdown. Taylor Zaleski also kicked a 51-yard field goal, and Nathan Shieldhouse set a school record with 15 consecutive pass completions. But overall, the Illini have never won on November 30th. This, though, is the 59th time the Illini and Northwestern meet to finish a season. The 1953 finale saw the Illini beat Northwestern to win a share of the Big Ten title, but Big Ten athletic directors picked Michigan State to play in the Rose Bowl. In 1959, the Illini shut out the Wildcats 28 to nothing to finish the season and give Ray Elliott a victory in his final game as a coach. More recently, the Illini finished with Northwestern in 2014, their last win over the Wildcats. Backup quarterback-turned-starter Riley O'Toole had taken over for the injured West Lund a few games prior and led the Illini to a 47-33 win. And wideout Mikey Dudek punctuated a sensational freshman season. Here is Riley O'Toole, steps and throws over the middle, got a man, cutting to the end zone, touchdown Illinois! Touchdown, Illinois. Mikey Dudak with a catch. And the Illini are up 25-7. 19-yard strike. He ties David Williams for freshman receiving touchdowns in a year as a freshman. That win, the Illini were bowl eligible. That's this day in Illini football history. More to come as we turn our attention forward to today's game between the Illini and Northwestern. Steve Kelly, Brian Barnhart, Martin O'Donnell, and Michael Martin standing by. Kickoffs at 11 a.m. I'm Scott Beatty. I'll be back with you after the game for the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. We take your calls and your texts about what you saw and heard right here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. 
and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana.